7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. And a very good evening and thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On. I am Tabiso Musia, Luyolom Kalipi and Katleho Mudiba are producing and Baba Olam Duma is our technical producer tonight. As we continue to celebrate 25 years of freedom, a theme that we've been carrying throughout the week, which is also in line with the SABC's Freedom Month celebrations, uh, 25 years of freedom, of course. We like to talk about boxing on Wednesdays and tonight will be no different as we highlight some of the sports unsung heroes we are going to start by going to East London to speak to a lady that never misses a boxing tournament. You won't miss her too even if you're watching on TV because she stands out. She's always that lone white blonde uh, lady there seated amongst a crowd of black boxing fans and she screams and cheers as loud as the rest of the audience and apart from being the sole white spectator in the crowd, she's always wearing red. Every time I've seen her on TV or at a live boxing tournament, she is addressed in a red for some reason and she seems to sit at the same spot at every single tournament. She's always got her chair. So we'll find out more about that. She loves boxing so much that she's also forged some relationships with former and current boxers, the likes of Voyani Bungu, the likes of Welcome Nitanko Sinati Joy. And uh, these relationships and friendships extend to outside the boxing ring. They call her Mam Tsicha, but uh, she's, uh, her parents call her Joy. And that's Joy Hrevenstein, who we'll be speaking to tonight just to try and understand her love uh, for boxing. We'll also profile the renowned boxing administrator the late Les Mala who was once a referee and a judge and is still regarded as the father of professional boxing in East London. They credit him for bridging the gap between black and white through boxing and many have told stories of how he went out of his way to assist uh, those struggling boxers and promoters during the days of apartheid even though he was working for the apartheid government at the time and uh, Mola was recently honored with a memorial lecture by the Ubuntu Boxing Fraternity and we will find out more about this gentle giant tonight on SAFM Spot On. We did mention last night that we'll speak to Chief Justice Dehang Musenega about the role that he played um, before uh, freedom and unfortunately he lost his voice tonight, uh, today actually. So he's asked us to give him some time so we'll make sure that we speak to Chief Justice Tehang Musineke later in the week. But for now we're going to talk all things boxing and if you want to weigh in on our conversation please feel free to call us at any time on 0891 You can also send us WhatsApp voice notes on 061-4104-107 and we are using the hashtag SFM spot on for those on social media. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. So then let's now speak to Ms. Joy Hravenstein, an avid boxing fan who struck a remarkable bond with the likes of Welcome Nita Vuyani Bungu, as I've mentioned, and Ngosinati um, Joy, who she refers to as her son. And uh, she was also honored by Boxing South Africa for her passion for the sport. And uh, we also just wanted to honor her and just highlight her, her contribution uh, to the sport because we believe that she's played a big contribution to the sport of boxing. And she joins us now on the line. Mam Good evening. Thank Hello. you. Good Th- evening. Good evening. Ninja Ninja Pila God. Oh, <laughs> 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 <
Now, Joy, we want to talk to you about your love for boxing and we really, really appreciate the time that you've given us tonight. I've seen you on TV uh, so many times as a youngster. You're sometimes the only white person at the venue, most of the time the only white person at the venue. Why do you like boxing so much and where did the love start for you? You see, the thing is the people, the, the people that are partaking in it and the people that come to see, they become your dearest friends. There's so much, although they say boxing is work, there's so much love there. The people care for one another. They love for one another. You know how much new friends I've made. My friends, my best friends are in the ring there at, at, uh, at the boxing, whenever there's at the Orient Theater. That is where the love and the togetherness and the friendship is. That's why, I mean, I love people. Because they're genuine people. You're friend, friend. friend, for sure, through and through. Genuine friend. Because okay? Apart from get together, and entertainment. <laughs> but but joy it must have been unusual though at the time especially when you started going to these tournaments in the townships for a white lady to go to go there what was the reaction Kaloku, the, the most of it, it is at the Orient Theatre. According to Kaloku, it works in Carpemontimos. It's uh, the, the indoor sports centre. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Paya in my corner. Because the most of the time, as the upper Orient. Because at the Orient, it's, that is the boxing venue. The seating is there. In Kela, Landaung, Pagati. But it's much nicer there because it's more get together. Funny enough, people, although they stay in Tanzania, there's more people that come to the audience theater than at in indoor sports center. That is the place. <laughs> is that, that like your is that like your second home in Orient? <laughs> yeah. And it's only two blocks from where I stay. Yes, yes, I've heard, I've heard. So it's nice and close, nice and close. Yeah. And do you remember how you started attending boxing matches and what attracted you to the sport? It's, it's, the, it's the fun, it's the people, it's the competition. Because, you know, once you start knowing the people, then you, then you get anxious because now they've become your friend. You want to see how the game... It's like, like mommy and daddy going to watching uh, rugby or athletics and some uh, things like that. I want athletics. Oh, joy. Yeah. Yeah, go on alone. Mm. They hug one another. There's no hate there or intentionally. So I've never seen anything cruel or anything so bad happening there. So it's my style and it's my life and it's my friends. So you won't you won't keep me away. Then I go go go. We deny you. He accident and then we will apply. 
And it doesn't bother you that you the, you'll be the only white face amongst the crowd. And I'm crying and I'm yelling, and and I understand you grew up in a farm Epofolo. Is that where you learned to speak the language? Mm. It is a language. This is South Africa. When it was taught, it's Kosa, it's in Gezi, Africa, maybe in other languages, you can't go to it. I said, so I'm very fond. I'm very fond. So I'm, I'm saying that they are all good chicos, and the causes terrorist causes and the fire because when they are chingling, also terrorist cause. When they are the fire or in the kumshe. On on that note, on that note, abanya bantu bati bakelu mix ukum shaba funuk vagakle unga statika kulis cause yabala yabala yabaza bantu basa khautin. Yes. A complimentary ticket. Yeah, do they do, do you buy your own ticket? 
You know when when um, Roddy Berman was here, yeah. he came for the, for the way in, and when he was here for the way in, it's the first time I really could talk to him. And when I walked into where the way in was, I'd seen him before at uh, Empress Palace, and where he was here, he said, "Oh, he made such a fuss of me." And I thought he was going to say, "What does this woman want here? He made such a fuss of me, and he was such a wonderful person." And I even and they said, "You can't have a photo taken with Roddy Berman. He will never allow it." <laughs> yeah, must I show you my beautiful photo? I have a thing. And he said to me, my girl, I'm going to give you the VIP t- a ticket to sit there with, with us t- tonight. I said, Mr. Berman, you are so sweet. Thank you very much. But uh, uh-huh. I-, I sit with my people. <laughs> I don't want to sit. <laughs> and are you always sitting in the same place? Oh, yes, I know. It's my seat. I'm never late. But the, if one day by, by mistake I come late, nobody sits there. They're waiting for me. They keep my place for me. Wow, because we love one another. It's not because I'm special or sure. I'm great or they got, they think, oh, joy and drink. All. I'm not, I'm not, I don't see myself as anything special. It's just that we are so used to one another. You know, even the specific same girls also come to sit next to me. So we are like a, but sometimes when I'm there first, you see, and then they come and they all want to sit next to me. I said, you know what? You know what you're doing to me. You're making a sardine stin now. Because you are sitting so close, I can hardly move. You make me feel like I'm in a sardine stin. And we laugh about it, you know. <laughs> now we make space for one another. We enjoy the evening. And, but it's not like, 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 like Sunday evening. There's a few that's going to fight. One of the ones that make my nerves finished is Gosinati Joy. But I know he's going to win. Because because um, he was still young, young lighty, mm. young chappy. And I said, you see that guy? Watch. Watch him where he's going. I'm going to take and a quick break. We're going to talk about Ngosnati Joy shortly. Because I remember one of the fights, you were in tears. I think it was after Heki Butler beat him. You were crying. There Was it that fight? Yeah, if he wins, I cry. If he loses, I cry. <laughs> I cry <laughs> <all the time. laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Hashtag SAFM Sport On. Still talking to one of the most loud boxing fans, uh, not only in the Eastern Cape, but around the country, uh, Joy Gravenstein, better known as Umam Tlicha. And we want to talk now about her, re- her relationships with the boxers. Uh, I want to start with Welcome Nita, uh, Joy. I mean, tell us about Welcome, Welcome Nita, because I know you also love him so much. Yes, so welcome. He's also a very genuine, genuine friend of mine. Whenever we see, even when we're in the shopping center, boy, we get together and say a hug and we say hello to one another because we go back a very, very long time. I actually knew Riani Bungu before I really knew a welcome, but because of knowing well, um, Riani, I've got to get to know a welcome as, as well. Because he's also just all over. You'll see him in the shopping centers and you'll <laughs> see him at the weigh-ins and you see him at the fight. So he's always there, you know, like all the others are as well. And what is it that you like about Welcome? Was it his fighting style? Is it the kind of person he was? I didn't have much chance to see his fighting style up in Monte Carlo, but he's the person he is. Mm. Always friendly, always laughing, always cheerful. And the personality is one of the most that uh, I really like about, about Welcome, yeah. And guess what? We've got a voice note from Welcome Nita. Hey, Joey. How are you? I'm fine also on this side. Look, um, you're not just a family to us. You're more than a family. You're family. You know, you don't just go to the fights and support us. You also come to our houses. And you've been with us for, for a long, long time now. That's why I'm saying to you, um, your family, we appreciate 
your support. Um, the, you're playing a big, big, big role um, in terms of um, playing, um, like as I said, playing a big role in terms of supporting the sport. That is the only, only treasure for us here, more especially in the Eastern Cape. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, you have encouraged also other people to come and uh, um, support boxing. We know that for a fact. So keep doing the good work. May God be with you for as long as it takes and keep you with us um, so that we can all enjoy and uh, keep on supporting our boxing. Thanks. Thanks, Joy. Thanks. Welcome. Thanks to the Hawk. Joy, how do you feel about that? No, I'm in tears. I'm in tears. Let me just get some tissues. Give me a second. Okay. Please, no, take take your time. I know, really. I mean, <coughs> okay. Hello? And, yes, we are here. No, I really am in tears now because, oh, I, welcome, 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 welcome. You, I love you. I love you, people. I love you. Oh, I really I appreciate that so much. I really appreciate that. It touched my, my heart. Honestly, that touched my heart. Thank you. Thank you for all of you. And thank you so much. Welcome for saying those words. That was wonderful of you to say that. And we've, but, we've also got a message from Machaya Doyo on Twitter who says, Yo, Lomlumgazi was the Orient Theatre. Born Freeze will never know her. I saw her every boxing match in East London, also on SABC TV every weekend, wearing the same red shirt, sitting in the same place. A legend needs to be celebrated. I think I saw her also this year again with a red shirt. That's a nice oh, one there. Oh, sweet. Isn't that you see how you see what I mean with friendship? Yes. I mean, I don't even really know the depth of the, the the heart of these people, the way they feel. I mean, I didn't actually realize that so much. But I mean, you've really made my date. Yo, 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 yo. Mm. In any case, I'm not crying anymore. I'm just wiping my nose there. It's tears of joy. See what I did there? Tears of joy. Tears of joy. joy. Crying tears of joy. Yeah. Also, talk to us about your relationship with Vuyani Bungu. I understand you're still friends to this day, even with the wife, oh. with Dudu, and the whole family. Very, very, very much so. Vuyani, I saw him two, three d- days ago in spa, and it was just left my my my. my basket there, one, my trolley one side and I just ran and we only came and we just hugged and said well I'll do another now I've got a very, very, very very, very deep friendship with, with uh, Viani Bungu as well and uh, he's, he's, he's like my brother, you know, when it's his birthday time, i never forget his birthday. It's the 2nd of November. Remember, everybody, we should have, <laughs> we should have birthday the 2nd of November. I've also, I've, I've made a, I had an occasion when he was staying close so that I may, you know, have a cake baked with Vianney on it and so on and to give it to him. But uh, to me, Vianney and, and welcome, they sounded sort of the closest top people that I've known the longest in boxing, you know. So that's why they're also very special to me. And also Ali Funeka. Of course. Ali Funeka is also very special. I've known Rush him. Hour. He had the first baby. When his wife had the first baby, I don't even think he had a car then. And I still gave him a lift to town with a little baby in the car. That is Ali Funeka. Wow. And um, the other day, for Ali must had a fight. Mm. The 40-year-old grandpa with a 20-year-old. Mm. But uh, Ali Funeka put him on his knees on six rounds. 
<laughs> because at the way in, <laughs> at the way in, I went to Ali. I said, Isama Sitanda, so we prayed. And I prayed for Ali and I prayed for him. And the best of all it is, it was touched my heart so much because in the paper, after he won the questioning and I interviewed him, he said to him, he said, enjoy, prayed for me at the way in. And that extra prayer from the, from God gave me that extra strength to win this fight. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, things like that, you know. And on Saturday, it'll be prayers for Goshenati Joy as well. Because I'm always crying when I talk to when he's on the fight, as you said just now. Mm. On, so they took a photo for me and, and framed it. And I you got a knew. T-shirt. And on, I don't know who took this photo of me. And when I was, I suppose one night, I'm always, I always cry when we are, when, when Goshenati's in the ring and the tears come, whether he wins or loses, I cry. Because I'm so excited for him. And somebody took a picture and said, and joy, joy for joy, the champion, you know, what we, cause it's joy, and I'm just joy, they said joy for the joy champion, and they framed this picture where we were sitting together, the two of us, I don't know when they took this picture. So you see, things like that are, it doesn't happen to everyday life with normal people. I mean, when you in the boxing world with all these people, these wonderful boxes, and the people that come to the boxing, it's wow. just wonderful to be there. I mean, I can't be anywhere else. You know, my, okay, my church, Sunday I'm going to church, 12 o'clock, Molwe and Nikin go, no, because now I'm going to, to, to boxing. When I walk out of the church, I go to the Orient Theater, so I can be there on time. I'm talking too much now, you must ask the questions, my friend. It was so lovely talking in any case. We're enjoying the stories, don't worry about us. But um, so I want to talk about... Still on Vuyani Bungu, we've got a tweet here. I'm just trying to find it. Okay, here it is. It's from Lizwi who says that um, Mama is an icon to boxing. She oh. still drives Vuyani Bungu's BMW, the green one. Is that correct? That's right. The BMW Sport. <laughs> I always used to look at Vuyani when he was driving that green BMW Sport. Oh, oh, oh. And he used to sit there and he was a little bit shorter. And then you used to see the nice cap sticking out and be on his face in this green BMW. And I used to go lame. And then when he used to go to the shopping center at that time, I used to leave a little note on the on the windscreen, you know. But of course, now it's my car. So, But I don't say it's my car. When I talk to Viani, I say, uh. it's our car. So you made sure you buy it after you sold it? I sold it and then I bought it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and actually, the beast is listening to us right now as we talk. Uh, Vuyani Bungu, good evening, sir. Thank you very much for joining <laughs> us on SAFM. <laughs> good evening, my brother. Joy, good evening. How are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my friend. <laughs> um, oh, good Vuyani, evening. my friend. Is he live or is he not live? No, he's now? live. We can hear you. Oh, we can Vuyani hear you. I'm very, when I'm talking here, Vianne, you know, I am so happy, so happy, especially when I hear you people's voice talking to me. Oh, it's so wonderful. I love you, love you, love you, love you people you know, so much. Uh, you know, my brother, mm. I just want to say some few words with uh, Joy. Ne? Yes, sir. Um, Joy, I, I want you uh, to know that uh, from the bottom of, uh, of my heart, uh, you've been uh, a mother. You chose us in boxing. We never chose you. You chose us, Joy. And we thank you for choosing the, uh, our sport, you know, because most of Abandu, they think that boxing is uh, but uh, it's a sport. But you chose us. Thank you. You oh. used to come into my house. We take pictures. And, and I remember very well when you 
enlarge our pictures and, and, and surprise me by giving me uh, the, the old pictures when my uh, kids were young, you know, and I want to say thank you so much, uh, uh, Joy, for, for, for supporting our sport, of course. Oh, Wilfiani, you've been my, my darling, darling friend. I've been in, in, in ways ever state I've been there, Wilfiani. Always welcomed, always, always welcomed with open <laughs> arms. And the other day when they were here, the SABC was here to photograph me with a camera. I showed them the photos. I've got so many photos of you, Vianney, in your house <laughs> with your green leather street. And, and, and mommy, when, mommy, when, Oh, and your mother and your daddy. And I've got some photos of oh, such a lot of things, such a lot of photos I have of you and me together. Oh, Rianne. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I've even got the photo of you with a belt, big belt on, and I've got the photo of you with all the lots of lots of belts on the chair <laughs> and, and everything. And, oh, Rianne, uh, you know, you're just part of my life as well. You thank and, you so and, much. Well, you really such appreciate you uh, around us and thank you Nyan. thank you all from the bottom of my heart for choosing our sports joy and oh, supporting Vianne. each and every boxer yeah you i'm so thankful so thankful to you all i wish i can name everyone's name that i love and that do so much for me oh beyond it was wonderful to hear from welcome that is very lovely. That is very lovely yeah. to hear. Vuyani, thank you for joining us. We appreciate the few minutes you, you've come Thanks on air to brother. give us. I really appreciate this, uh, this moment. Eh? Thank you, Peace. Thank you, man. Oh, the, Vianney, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to all of you. Thank you, Vianney. Baba Vianney. Now, Mamtika, let's go back before Kalewa Corner to Ungosina. You see what I mean? <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> let's go back to Ngosinati Joy because you, I remember when you cried after he lost to Heki Badla. What did you say to him? Because you seem to be saying a few words to him when he was uh, just after the fight. Oh, that was Colin Nathan's fight, eh? Yes. Colin Nathan in, 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 Emperor's. Uh, in Joburg. Emperor's. Emperor's Palace. Yes. You're talking about that one? That one. Oh, uh, that that fight he won, of course, hey, and he was he was shopping, shopping. Well, you know, Colin Nathan was so wonderful. He took me right back to the dressing room so I can see Kunjani Paya, what is happening there. And when 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 Joy came off it, I don't know if I was if I was too forward or Dabaleka when he was coming out of the ring, I Baleka and he came to me and we hugged one another. And he was sopping wet from the sweat, and I don't care about this blonde hair was just washed, and I don't know, that blonde hair got full of his of his sweat, and I said, Oh, Nancy, come down on me. He sweat is on my body and on my hair because he won. He's my baby. Oh, man. I love mm. the child so much as well, you know. And why and is that? Owner... Because you always call him your son. Yeah, well, because he was a, a small little nunus then. And I said, that, that chap, you're going to see what's going to happen to him now. Mm. It means you are somebody, hey? My parent. Yeah, my parent. <laughs> the, 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 the guy with the teddy bear. He comes in the ring. He's the orange. He comes in the ring. Okay, he's too, too, too. Mm. And the teddy bear is with him. He comes in on the motorbike. <laughs> mm. We're sitting there waiting for it to come in. We're here. Do, 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 do. Wonder what's going on. Here comes his motorbike. Oh, Joy is sitting at the back of the, back of the bike. They drop him there at the ring. Things like that that happen, yeah. Oh, yeah, look, <laughs> weekend. Yeah, look, weekend. My parents are How do you say that going? Twelve o'clock, I'm walking out of the church and going straight to the audience. 
Mm. With my red top on. <laughs> of course. 12 and o'clock, I'm there. I'm there already, you see. So, uh, and finally, uh, Joy, as, as we wrap up now, what do you make of the state of boxing in the country? Are you happy with where it is or do we need to go back to the days of Bungu and Nita? Um, the only thing that, that, that worries me, oh, I wish I was, I wish I was, I wish I was a millionaire. Mm. Because these guys, they go, and even with Rianni and, and my welcome, they go and they train. I remember with Rianni how early in the morning they run and they, they diet and they work so hard and they give their fight. I'm not talking about specifically other guys too. They want to be boxers. They fight and they become good boxers. They don't get a box. They don't get a match every day. Other people that work get a salary every month. The boxers, when do they get money? Mm. That is my only worry is that there's no money coming in from wherever it's supposed to come in. Mm. Government or where and this as is in there's supposed to be money coming in for these boxes. We still remember them as, at least. Yeah. And uh, I mean, look at Mzi um, Mguni. Uh, you know, he's also been there. And um, what's what's happening to these people? They get a heart attack, they get sick, or they don't get any enough fights. Can't there be a plan? Because how I can. I, can, I can't even suggest how they can do it because I think I'm doing cool or papezulu. I'm not in parliament or in wherever. But I'm my queen girl, I'm a boxer. Jonga Bunga Mantimus is up on the bully TV or on soccer in Indus in Jalo. And it's nice because people enjoy those games in rugby, they enjoy it. Let's end with a voice note here. We've got another one for you. Uh, good evening, good evening, Tabizo. Um, it's always we in Pulwani. I'm a huge boxing fan. Kabuli uh, Yeah, I just want to say to the lady there, um, Tabizo. You know, we really do appreciate her presence in the in the boxing world. You know, we appreciate her positive spirit. You know, her words of encouragement and what he has done for a lot of people. The support he's been showing to a lot of boxers. Yeah, that really goes a long way. So yeah, um, just one question for her. How does she feel about um, the upcoming fight, Kalasbon? Uh, because I feel like right now he needs all the support he can get from the, from the country. He needs all of our support. Okay, thanks for that, all the way to some very kind words there. I can't even add any more to those words. I think you've summed it. Wikile, Yonke. Just your thoughts on Zolani fighting in the US as we end up, as we wrap up, Mamtricha? Now, I'm, I'm trying to find out what time the boxing's going to be because Pakamila uh, Jacobs also said, and, and Tete's mother, oh, we are great friends. Me and Tete's mother, we are great friends. And she said, Joy, please find out what station and what time the fight will be of Tete overseas. And I haven't found out yet what time and what station is going to be. I still have to. So, well, Pakamila said, I'm going to SMS to Tete Fena overseas, and then he can tell us what time. And I haven't done that as yet.
Okay, we're going to find out for you. I don't think it will be on South African TV, but it will definitely be streamed and we can send you the link if you're able to follow it. But Mamzikha, thank you very much for joining us on SAFM. So many messages coming through. I can't even get through all of them because we still have to speak to Loiso Mkia next, but we just wanted to bring you on, highlight what you've done and most importantly, like we always say to our guests, to give you the respect that you deserve, ma'am. Thank you so much. And by the way, P.S., I have played for Tete the other night because he stays here now with the while we are staying in the Kenway court. And I went up and I saw him to say goodbye before he left. And uh, I played for him as well. So we know he, well, uh, the prayers are going to help, but he will win. He will win. Definitely, especially with the prayers also. Thank you very much again, Mamtlicha. All the best. We wish you a long life and enjoy your boxing. That was uh, Joy Gravenstein there speaking to us. We actually spoke to her longer than uh, we thought, but the conversation was going and there's so much reaction uh, going on and keep it coming. But we do have other interviews as we celebrate 25 years of freedom and look at some unsung heroes in sport. And tonight we're focusing on boxing. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. So then I mentioned earlier on that uh, there's another man that people have always spoken about. And when you talk about boxing pre and post 94, uh, the name keeps popping up. That's Les Mala, who is a legendary boxing administrator, instrumental in helping boxing transform at the turn of our democracy. And uh, one of his protégés, if we can uh, call him that, uh, advocate Mava Mala, joins us on the line now. Also, of course, former chairperson of the SA National Boxing Commission. Good evening, uh, advocate, and thank you very much for speaking to us on SA FM. We appreciate your time. Good evening, good evening to all our listeners. Advocate, um, we are highlighting an, a man here that's played a huge role in boxing, uh, the late Les Muller. But for those who don't know Les Muller, who was Les Muller? Les, Les, Les Muller was born and bred in East London. Les Muller started getting involved in boxing as a youngster. In the early 60, mid-60s, in fact, in 1965 to be exact, when he assisted four professional, four boxers who were amateurs at the time to go and turn professional in Devon, was in the Eastern Cape as at that time there was no professional boxing. So I'm talking about a person who really started professional boxing in Islam and in the Eastern Cape. Mm. And I also, um, a lot of people say you also broke barriers and would bend over backwards to help, especially the black uh, uh, boxers, even though the apartheid government was in charge at the time. That is true. That is true. This is a man who was not scared to move around in the black areas of Islam and Tanzania during the daytime and in the evening, alone, visiting the museum, you know, around Tanzania village and Tanzania, you know, encouraging people to take up the sport, you know, sacrificing his life and his and everything that he had to ensure that East London becomes the boxing mecca of South Africa. And I understand you met uh, Mr. Mala in 1975. Take us through that because I'm told he was fascinated by your surname. <laughs> in 1975, I was to make my first professional out as a boxer. Mm. I was telling professional 
This is when he noticed my name, Mala. And he said, hey, what was her name? I said, Mala. Mala, your surname is pronounced just like mine. And you have two L's just like mine. Maybe one of our forefathers, you know, must have been mischievous. These were his <laughs> words. I didn't know who he was. I was young, an African young, young, young boy. I did not really indulge much with, with him on that. Strangely, we, he was conducting the way in at that time. And in the evening, when uh, the tournament started, I noticed in the program that the officials written next to our name. And Les Mala was to be the referee mm. in my first professional bout. So he left my professional, my first professional bout as a boxer. And I'm told he also groomed you. Uh, he took a keen interest in you. Why do you, why do you think that is? Look, uh, as a young sports person, I was vocal first and foremost, and I was active as a, as a boxer involved in the articulation of boxing in one of the most popular popular teams in Tanzania, the Golden Club Boxing Club. So let's. I think he must have must must have observed me during, you know, the amateur uh, tournaments and 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 the meeting. And when I I was expelled from university in 1979, he approached me. I was at the time assisting as a trainer at the Highlights Boxing Club, and he invited me to come and join. He then bought a boxing control board as an official, as a referee, and as a judge. He groomed me, took me through the ropes, showed me what I should do in the ring, and advised me time and time again that when a referee is in the ring, mm. he, should, he should not be visible. Always try to be invisible in the ring because... The spectators have come to watch the boxers, not the head men in the ring. So in all my movements in the ring, I had to make sure that I don't obstruct the boxers, you know, because the concentration of the spectators, you know, from the boxers. I had to keep a good distance between myself and the boxers. And he really encouraged me. He would look at my, at my scorecard where I, he thought or felt I made a mistake, he would want to know from me why did I score a particular round in, in whatever fashion that I scored. And I would explain, and he liked my explanation. Oh. And he you... was the type of person who would not teach you physically. And this he said, Mother, I don't have patience. I'm not a teacher. I like you because you, you are always ready to follow what I'm doing, do what I'm doing, and are perfecting the things that I'm doing, and are correcting, correcting me where I'm going wrong. So that I was vocal really impressed him, and he wanted me to be next to him all the time. Yeah. And I'm told that he wasn't shy to take money out of his pocket and help people financially also. You know, that man 
if you know boxing those days, there was a competition between the Transvaal and East London. And the, the competition really was about the number of boxing tournaments that each province would have every year. When he could not get sponsors for his promoters was one, he said, Mava, for any province to thrive in this sport, it's got to have promoters. I, I never introduced Les to any promoter in East London. He knew them. How, I do not know. He invited people who had resources to come and join the sport from the angle of the promoters. Because according to him, there can never be any proper administration in boxing without real promoters. When he could not manage to secure sponsorships for our tournament, Les would you know, take his own money and pay the best money for our promoters. Some promoters do not even know where they got sponsors from. It was not sponsorships. It was money coming from his, from his own pocket. And because of our close relationship, I am privy to, to, information, to information where his wife was mad at him to the extent that he came and said to me, Mother, I think Yvonne is going to divorce me. Remember, this was Yvonne as his third wife. And I said, why less? She has picked up that I've taken money from our account and paid for a particular boxing tournament. In his area where he was staying in Riskin, this is an area that has a farm school not far away from his house. Mm. Les took his wife out of her job in order for her to cook and provide meals for the children of the, who were attending school in that fine school. Oh. Every 25th day of December, when Les was still alive, him and his wife and a boy that he had, Donovan, mm. his son, they would throw a Christmas party for all the African children who were staying in the farm nearby where he was staying. And there is not a single African person that I know has ever done that to the poor kids that are staying in the areas around it. Mm, okay. Oh, wow, that's a great story, Advocate. But we're going to have to uh, leave it there because we still have to speak to Mr. Loisom. Yeah, but thank you very much uh, for sharing with us about uh, Les Mala. We really appreciate it. And I can tell the impact that he made in your life, just judging by the few minutes that we've been talking to you. Call SAFM right now on 0891-104-207. And let's go to Archie and Volcom. Thanks for holding on, Archie. Good evening. Member. How are you? Good, and you? Fine, thanks. I only hope that uh, my former CEO is only having a light flu. The way he's talking, mm. I'm not happy. Oh, the advocate. Only, sorry? Mm. I only hope that Mavamala is only having a light flu. Yeah, it's that time of the year. Okay. Now, what happened is that now you, I could hear that you're talking about Les Mala. Yes. Les Mala, during the day, 
days we were all in the in, in the board, I mean, all in the commission, used to be one I mean, commissioner who used never to I mean, stop or uh, drop the, the tournament simply because of 1,001 laws we had then in boxing. You'd stop at nothing to see to it that now the tournament goes on. Mm. But now, one of the unfortunate situations we loved with him uh, the other day was when we, um, uh, when Steve Trader called us to Pretoria to give us a, 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 a tongue lashing. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know what happened there. We seem to have lost our chair. I wonder to hear about uh, Steve Chouette. But let's go to Loiso Mkia, who's also with us on the line. Mkate, good evening. Thank you for joining us on SAFM. Thank you very much. We thought we should bring you on because I know there was a memorial lecture recently and you spoke highly of Les Mala. How do you uh, describe his role in boxing? I think uh, without Les Mala, our boxing would never have been what it is today. We are regarded by the rest of South Africa, in fact, almost the rest of the world, as the mecca of boxing, because this is the place to be when there is boxing. And uh, it is because of Les Mala, because Les Mala, he, he, he went out of his way. He, he didn't just walk the extra mile. He walked a lot of miles to make sure that boxing happened. A lot of fights that were not supposed to have happened, Les Mala made them. Because, uh, you know, boxing is over-regulated. You think yes. boxing is over-regulated sometimes. But Les Mala would bend a hell of a lot of rules to make sure that boxing happened. And remember that uh, a lot of those times, uh, boxing was in the townships. Because here in Islam, it started in the townships, not in town. And Les Mala, at that time, a white man, one white man amongst black people in the black areas, making boxing happen. And you must also remember that it was the beginning of boxing at the time here. And uh, all the people that he was working with had no knowledge of, of boxing. Mm. He had to recruit people to, pro, to, to be promoters. And he was matchmaking for those people, organizing those tournaments, doing the matchmaking and, 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 and all of that. He also had to organize people to be managers of boxers. And he had to teach those people how to manage. He also um, uh, 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 had to organize people to be trainers of boxers. Heather hasn't been a trainer himself, but making sure that he was learning and making sure that things happen. And it was also left to him now to organize a board, ring officials and all of that, because at the time, hmm. only white people had, could be uh, ring officials, such as referees and judges. And Les Mala had to go to his own friends in, uh, in, in, in East London, white friends, to make sure that he had people who were prepared to come to the townships. And because of that, boxing became big, very big indeed. And I don't think any other white man, especially at that time during apartheid, could be uh, brave enough to do that because his white uh, friends, a lot of them, they looked at him as, why are you so friendly to these black guys? And at the same time, they were, even from the other side, the black people, there were people who were looking at him and seeing him as a spy, because who is mm. this white guy who is always amongst us and doing this thing? But as boxing started to grow and grow and grow, then people loved Desmala, and there was a time when he was so popular, he could have he could have uh, contested for being mayor. Maybe people would have voted for Les Mala. That is how big 
see God to be. So some of these administrators, officials that we see are products of Les Mala. All the, all the, 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 the uh, ring officials that you see, even right up to today, those are guys that are Les Mala products. It is only in the last few, last few years now that we have started to be producing now some new guys who are coming from the amateurs. Mm. But before that, all of those guys were trained by Les Mala. And Les Mala himself was never trained by anybody. He trained himself for what he got to be. And he got to be, in fact, he was even an international agent. Because wow. in 1972, the first uh, boxers coming from overseas had to be conducted. And Les Mala now, using his own telephone network, and using his own telephone at home, became the agent looking for overseas openers for Gosan and Gaji to come here and doing all sorts of those preparations. His oh. hands were full. Okay, let, let me full. just go to a but voice note for the sake of time. We've got a voice note on Les Mala. Mr. Les Mala plays a big role when he was a provincial manager when compared to the current provincial manager. He was assisting with everything he can do. He knows the people and not undermining. Last but not least, he was always punctual to everything. May his soul rest in peace. Okay, thanks for that voice note. He was always punctual. A lot of people uh, that we spoke to always mentioned him uh, being punctual. Les Mila. We are sadly out of time, Gandhi, but we appreciate the fact that you were able uh, to join us just to share a few words. We thought it was important that we bring you on. But now people want to know, why are you still here? Are you not going to the U.S.? I am not going to the U.S. this year now because we've been waiting. Right up to today, the visa was not yet ready. So if it can be ready tomorrow, that is now. It is too late. The, I, was, I, was, uh, I was the only one in my, in my team that already had a visa. And then what happened now was that we were supposed now to send some more information, but the, 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 the what do you call this? The person who was organizing this for us failed to do that in time. That is why now everything now was late and uh, my application came late and now right up to now it is not yet ready. I even checked this morning, I checked my status with the U.S. Embassy. It is saying that it is still in administration, current administration. So that means now if up to now it is not yet ready, then that means I am not going to be able to be in the United States for so long. And how do you feel about that? Very bad very sad and uh, look at where, where i'm coming from Zolani. and this this was going to be our 12th fight together and we've won everything and uh, today now the biggest fight of his life was supposed to be there i couldn't be there uh, I'm, I'm sad very sad but uh, i'm keeping my prayers that even if i'm not there he feels my presence even if i'm not there he feels my voice even if I'm not there, he sees me right in front of him. And I think with all of that, it will, it will, it will give it much, much more sense to imagine what I would be saying at a certain stage, play around in a fight. Finally, we were told you are in communication with them. You're sharing training tips with the Mayweathers. How did that go? I'm not in a position to say now to talk about anything that went out there when I'm I'm here. So I think at this point, let us stop. Let us stop right there because, again, anything that I have to say, it is something that I've, I've got to know that the camp, the people that are there, Team 30, are saying it. So we may talk now different languages. So I think 
what I've, what, I've, what I've just said with you now, mm. I think it's enough for me. Okay, no. Okay, Braloid, we appreciate your time and for speaking to us here on SAFM, and thank you very much. Apologies.